Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Andrew, and today we'll be getting into 1 John chapter 4. In the book of 1 John, the Apostle John talks a lot about love. 1 John chapter 4 particularly places a strong emphasis on love. If you read this chapter, we realize that the love spoken here in John's presentation is not a general love, a vague kind of love, nor it is a natural love, a love that finds its source in the human heart. It is the love that flows from the divine source, God himself. Let's start with verses 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is of God, and everyone who loves has been begotten of God and knows God. He who does not love has not known God, because God is love. Verse 8 says, God is love. Notice that John here does not say love is God, but he says God is love. Simply put, John tells us that a love which is God himself. He also says love is of God that points to the source. This love we see in 1 John is intrinsically related to God in his essence, nature, and being. This is the kind of love which is of God and the love which is God himself because God is love. There is a big difference between our natural love or the love that we have in ourselves apart from God with the love which is infused into us by the triune God. A human love is devoid of the element of God. One of God's nature is love, and when we open our being to Him and ask Him to fill our being, He is infusing Himself as love into us. Whatever comes from God is of eternal life. It is incorruptible and it is indestructible. God's love has all those qualities, so we can also say that God's love is eternal, incorruptible, without limit, and eternal. The Bible tells us to love one another, to love the brothers, to love our neighbors, and even love our enemies. How is it possible? It is only possible when our love is out of God. Our love toward our neighbors, our brothers, and one another, even our enemies, must not be from ourselves. Our love toward others is short and for sure has its limit. We are not able to love others when they are incompatible with us. Many times I find myself short of love and realize that nothing in myself is able to conjure any kinds of love toward others. This is why in verse 7, the Apostle John pointed out that the life of God is a source of loving one another. Everyone who loves has been begotten of God and knows God. We receive God as love when we believe into Him and were regenerated as a result. John exhorts us to love one another, but this verse does not end here. If it is, it wouldn't be much more than an ethical pronouncement. But the verse continues to say love is of God. This love has its source in God. Throughout a generation, God is now our Father, and now we possess the life of God. This indicates that the life of God is the basis or the foundation for our loving one another. We can love because we have been begotten of God, and now we have the life of God. The love of God and the life of God are one in God's being. In God's life are all the riches of God's attributes, including love. Now we're able to love. John also says, we know God, and in this context of loving one another, it is a matter related to our experience and enjoyment of the Lord Jesus as life and love. This is not knowing God according to the black and white letter or in a theological way, but it is knowing God directly and personally through our experience of Him as life. We cannot know God without experiencing and enjoying Him. When we spend time with the Lord Jesus, either personally or with other believers, we are brought into a deeper knowing of God. This type of knowing not only brings us closer to God, but causes us to receive all that God is into our being. God infuses and we absorb Him. The result is a spontaneous living that expresses God. 
Let's continue with verses 9, 10, and 11. In this, the love of God was manifested among us, that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might have life and live through Him. Herein is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God has loved us in this way, we also ought to love one another. In verse 9, we see the procedure that God did to redeem us from our fallen condition. The first basic issue is that we are fallen human beings. We have sin and sins. This places us under God's righteous judgment. This situation requires propitiation and something to make God happy. There is nothing we can do to pay for the price of sin and sins in our being. So in His love, God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might have life and live through Him. We see here again, similar to verse 7, that God wants us to receive Him as life, and He wanted to impart Himself into us as a divine life into our being. In this divine life, we are not only saved from our fallen nature, we now have access to God with all of His riches. We also see in verse 9 that forgiveness of sin is not the goal. It is only a procedure wherein God can accomplish what He wants through us. What He wants is for us to live through Him. This means when we love one another with God as love, then we will manifest God through our living. God will be manifested in our loving one another, and people will see God in our loving one another with Himself as love. The higher and nobler love of God is manifested in us. One of the best ways for us to receive God as love is to tell Him, Lord Jesus, I love you. The more we tell Him that we love Him, the more we enter into God's heart and experience Him as the one who is love. Then spontaneously, this love is expressed through us. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. Keep enjoying God as a source of love.